children. You, I don't think I know a single person that did not get affected by the scary stories to tell in the dark series. Like, yeah. I'm pretty sure everyone. Which is funny because, like, I know, like, I know, like, a lot of people, a lot of people like our age, like, weren't as invested in like horror movies at at like that young. But, but it's when like, you were a kid, it was somehow just, that book managed to capture like, yeah. like the like the essence of like what a scary story is yeah. and like also like the illustrations that come with that but yeah. also like not make it too traumatizing even kids who were scared were always like yeah, it's like that meme if you like scary stories to tell in the dark as a kid then you're getting depressed <laughs> 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 i love that oh bell refill mr franklin's glass will you now when you get up there tonight don't drink too much oh don't worry i will how about a whiskey and soda Samantha Blevins. And I'm your other lovely host. More lovely. Bitch. <laughs> I'm Harish. You forget your name there? No. <laughs> and I'm a Kroger Liquor Store's nightmare customer, Molly Haynes. <laughs> Molly Haynes. And I'd, love, I'd like to introduce our wonderful special guest. Uh, he and I go way back and have many stories <laughs> that have something to do with being drunk when we should be. <laughs> Um, but Nick Preener, everyone. Hi, I'm gay. I mean, I mean I'm mean, i Nick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, just a little backstory between uh, how Nick ended up here as he and I did, we're orientation leaders. I hate calling us peer leaders because we didn't make it quite I as I don't far. like either name, to be honest. <laughs> but when, <laughs> when uh, we were, uh, you know, the college days, we did orientation for some kids and we got fired from that job because we got caught drinking. Oh my god, that was your We year? didn't get caught we drinking. We didn't get caught drinking. We were snitched on. We were snitched on. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was us. Nick oh. and I were the... It was your orientation, I think, yeah. was when Nick... Yeah. Wait, but that was your orientation? That was yeah. your orientation. Oh it's funny because like a lot of my friends were... Because like, we were we were going into our sophomore yeah, year for so, that. So a lot of my friends now were actually in orientation when I was going through that. And I was like, little do you know. My favorite thing is like, <laughs> who was your leader? Trauma. So I can tell, like, I can be like, okay, did your orientation leader get fired? <laughs> but yeah, so like Nick and I have a history of having um, drinking things. So this is a good tie-in. Yeah, it's, <laughs> so a, it's a nice, it's a nice, uh, it's very full circle. Yeah. <laughs> I was really excited. From watching horror one. movies on the 17th floor of Lincoln Tower. <laughs> and actually this movie is full circle too, because the first time I watched watched it I know I don't know if it was Nick's first time but first time I watched it he was there it was either my first or second yeah. time because um this is also one of my dad's favorite like found oh really so, oh, like, okay. we always watch like these kind of, like yeah. we always watch like scary movies together so but yeah we watched right. it before we got fired <laughs> us and a couple co-workers watched God. it together <laughs> um but with that I should int- the, the movie that we watched today is um mm-hmm. the, the taking of Deborah Logan yes which is right. from 2014. I mm-hmm. looked it up. The movie's set oh. in 2013, but the okay. movie came out in 2014. Mm-hmm. Right. But yeah. 
Okay, so the premise of this podcast is that we watch a movie and get drunk, and we record ourselves watching the movie, and then afterwards, <laughs> while we're still drunk, we record a podcast, and then we put in clips of us while we're watching the movie. Like this example. clip here. They're talking about like what mental illness she has, and like her daughter's like, she just puked earthworms. <laughs> Please explain that. Yeah, so only the daughter's, like, on the right page here. And it's uh, not like it was, like, vomit-infused earthworms. Like, it was, it was straight, straight earthworms. Exactly. <laughs> hope, hope there's some good content. I will say, in this movie, I've noticed, we had way more pauses where we weren't talking. Yeah, we okay. were, like, there were a lot of points where we were all, yeah, like, focused yeah. on And, you know, I mean, like I, like I said earlier, like, it's a movie that's very dialogue heavy but not consistently so it's like for people who have watched the movie it's like oh god if you miss these next 10 minutes you're gonna have no idea what's going on but then like after that there's gonna be like a 30 minute period where it's like it's inconsequential so yeah like every for better or for worse every like 20 or 30 minutes at least either nick or i would be like okay everyone like pay attention to like right here oh you guys gotta watch this you have to watch this this is the point in the film where like if you miss if you miss like the dialogue you have no idea what's going on yeah. All right. From now on, pay attention. And then we'd like get distracted, but like it's one of those ones. That you, there's very vital moments, and then there's like filler that's scary. I don't know what that says about like, because I, I think you and I both see this as like a more successful mm-hmm. implementation of like the found footage mm-hmm. method. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know what that says about if that makes it a success or if it doesn't. I don't know. I I just I don't know. I think there's like a certain I don't. I've only ever seen, like, found footage horror, but I think that all ties into, like, documentary almost, and, like, mm-hmm. I don't watch a lot of documentaries, so I don't know where the play is on that, except for yeah. we kept comparing it to Grey Garden. <laughs> <laughs> which, which, like, I have not seen not either. under the influence, <laughs> so... Well, I haven't seen Grey Gardens, but I've seen Documentary Now's season premiere, which... Have you seen it, Nick? Uh, documentary no. Okay, so they make, in the season premiere, or the series premiere of Documentary Now, okay. it's, it's a spoof of Grey Gardens, and it is fucking hilarious. Okay, well that explains why I haven't seen it. But it's basically Grey Gardens mixed with this movie. <laughs> I know that the documentary now was supposed to make fun of Grey Gardens, but every time I watch this movie I also think of that documentary now. And- oh my yeah. god. Yeah. I am getting major, um, like, Grey Gardens documentary now. That's, it really uh, yeah, right. is essentially what that is. Okay. And I, I wouldn't doubt, I'm curious if they were inspired by this movie to do that, because it's very similar. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's so fucking funny, though. But, like, this whole time I was, instead of comparing it to other documentary, or, like, fan footage, I was comparing it to the documentary, documentary now, now. <laughs> Grey Gardens spoof. Yeah. But, yeah, so, um... Before we go any further into the discussion... Yeah, let's... Oh, yeah, I forgot. Let's do our trivia, trivia. segment. Did oh, what, yeah, yeah, yeah. What so, did you, okay, so... What did the you way, call it, Molly? Ten of the movie titled Tipsy no. Terror Trivia. Oh, you called it something else earlier. I don't... I think that, that's, that's what she said, I'm pretty sure. Lowering the Lower bar? The bar lowering, lowering the bar, bar. trivia. <laughs> <laughs> Which we shouldn't keep. <laughs> But for today, it's lowering the bar. I'll take that challenge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, so today, um, Harisha's on Okay, TV. so we're going to have three questions. Um, you guys should have uh, buzzer noises. What's your buzzer noise? I always just do buzz. A bang, bang. <laughs> How do you follow that? Um, bazinga. Bazinga. <laughs> yes. Oh, my no. God. No. Terrifying. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No heterophobia on my profile, thank you. <laughs> I am triggered. I, like, so, uh, backstory, I was going through my old Tumblr archives from, like, 2011, mm-hmm. and there was 
more Big Bang I can't lie, I owned season one and two on DVD when I was in high school. <laughs> We've been so. there. <laughs> All right, get, get started. I have okay. no idea what the big so, theory is. So, the first question <laughs> is... <laughs> the worst question. The movie was filmed where? Bazinga. Uh, well, it's Wait, multiple, multiple choice. choice. There's multiple choice. <laughs> Sorry, we should have said it. There's I thought it was Japanese-style trivia. Yeah. yeah, go for it's it. It's multiple choice, but... Um, the wait, 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 hold on. Do we have... Do we? Is it like a rule that you have to wait until the end? So, normally what we do is, if you buzz in before the choices are finished, then, like, if you get it wrong, you have to drink. Okay. It, and then... I like that. Drink if, double. Yeah, I you like drink that. two instead of you one. drink double, yeah. That's good. So, so do you want to answer it? No. Okay, okay, so. <laughs> uh, so, filming took place in A, Toronto, um, B, Los Angeles, C, Boise, Idaho, D, Charlotte, North Carolina. A bang bang. Oh. Is it North Carolina? Yeah. Damn it. Damn it. Oh, no. nice. Who yeah. do you want to drink? Uh, you. <laughs> I knew it. So, the second question is the actresses that play Deborah Logan and her daughter. Sarah. What is their age difference? Oh. Uh, uh Bazinga. Do okay. you know that? 13 years? Yeah, that's correct. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Okay, okay, hear, hear me out. Hear me out. I'm not. I'm not psychotic. I did not like do research on that level. I knew that. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Jane Larson. That Jill, Jill Larson. Jill Larson. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. She's 71, and I figured that uh, what's her face, lesbian Lynn Shay, yeah. is in her late 50s. Mm. So like that was just like a rough. It makes sense because in the movie she's like in wow. 76. I was 10. So like. Just doing the yeah. math, that yeah, makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, was that right, like, to the year? It was exactly Shut 13 years. So, so what do I do now that I won that We, we just drink. Oh, we, we drink. drink. Well, yeah. congratulations. I just oh. want to point out that Nick was holding, like, the biggest bottle of Spetka. <laughs> like, the literally largest bottle you can get of Spetka in his hand. He's just, like, 13 years. <laughs> it was a good image. <laughs> like, I knew oh, it. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, it's exactly just 13 years. Um, That's crazy. Wow. I'm like, color me impressed, you know? Right, yeah, that was amazing. (laughs) I came with receipts. (laughs) Okay, so at this point, we have Nick at one point and Molly at one point. I'm gonna fucking lose. Yeah, I hope you have a Final question. I don't have a tiebreaker, but (laughs) the final question, okay? Mm -hmm. Um, In this movie, they diagnose... Um, Alzheimer's. Oh. Alzheimer's. Sorry. But using brain scans. But in real life, there is only one way to diagnose Alzheimer's. A big bang. Yes. Genetic test. What? Genetic test. That's wrong. Okay. And so. What are, what are the options? The options are A. A brain scan, <laughs> like in the movie. <laughs> B. A blood test. C. Um, observation. D. Uh, um, after your death, they diagnose it. Bazinga. Yes. Observation. False. Fuck! What? Okay, can I, so... Can I bring it again? A bing bang. Yeah. Blood test. False. So brain scan. Mm. No, it's not. <clears throat> it's after your death? The yeah. only true way to, um, diagnose Alzheimer's is after you die. Yeah. Is how they can tell. Yeah. They, there's what? no way to actually, like, 100% yeah. confirm it before you're dead. What about in that Almost Alice movie? No. That's a movie. 
No, yeah. they get like the genetic test to see they, if they have the gene. I mean, I mean it, that's probably like one of those ones where you you can just say you're like prone to it or whatever, mm-hmm. but not necessarily. Right. I mean, yeah. This one they do brain scams and that's like apparently the, not the only way to actually uh, be a hundred percent sure is if is after you're dead. Damn. Yeah. So. But that is something that I just well. Learned. But if we're talking like a hundred percent certainty, like I don't think that's usually the case with like most yeah illnesses. Yeah. That's probably just the only thing that they can go on record like, yeah. with. Yeah, I don't know. Well, okay, so this I'm is very... a fact that I found on Wikipedia, on uh, IMDb, and then, like, I looked it up after that, and, like, a bunch of websites that I found said... Clarified those, right? Um, yeah. it, it makes sense. It, like, there's probably just some stipulation in the medical community that you have to follow. So does that right. mean I lose? Yeah. <laughs> you lose. Yeah. I guess there's just a loser and no winner. <laughs> I'm going to awful just finish this drink. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> you won, though. Congrats. Nick said, yeah, I guess. Oh, I did? Yeah. Wait, I did? Yeah, you Well, did. you tied, well, too. Yeah, so we, we you tied. tied. Oh. So I just Should we do drink. a tiebreaker? Yeah. Yeah, why not? There's a tiebreaker ready. There's no benefit to winning. It's just when you're losing, you're being punished. Yeah. Okay. You get bragging right Well, um, name two films that the director of this movie directed. The I director really... of this movie directed? Yeah. Fuck! I just said one. <laughs> I just looked... Don't know. <laughs> Literally, like, 15 minutes ago, I was like, oh, Okay, name know? at least one. What's the director's name? Uh, the director's name is Adam Ribot- Robitel. Nope. Shit, like I literally like I know, saw. I, know two of them. I like was on their Wikipedia page this morning. I'm so upset. <laughs> if they don't get it, I want to guess before the thing. Yeah, you can tell you give them. it to? Can you pass it to her? Okay. Jamal, yeah. you got anything? Um. What I'm trying to think of all the movies you talked about today. I, okay, I, so there's three. Okay, so there's two movies, other movies that he directed, and one movie that he wrote. I know both of them. I know both of them. We literally discussed this. I know both of them. A little bit earlier. I can tell okay, you. Okay, one can... of them came out in 2019. One of them came out in 2018. Oh, I know it. I know it. I know them. Um, Reddit. Um, no. Um. 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 What's it called? Escape room. Yes. Yes. Escape room. Fuck. Is one. You did say that like literally 20 but minutes ago. I didn't say the other one, and I know what it is. Um, and he wrote and directed the other one. Okay, there. Well, there's one that he's a director, and there's one that he is a writer on. One of them, the the one that he's a writer is a sequel. It came out in 2015. Um, it's. Uh, I assume it's also a found. Yeah, it's also a found footage movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then there's the one that he's the director, which came out last year, um, and it's also a sequel. Um, I don't think I haven't seen this movie. It's as far as I can tell, it's not found footage. I will Escape give you some room? hints. Do you want some hints on this one? Uh, yeah, I can just I'll take one. Okay, just so one, just one hints. Um, it is produced by Jason Bloom from Bloomhouse. And James Wan. It's coming out when? It came out last in 2018. Uh, uh, fucking. No. James Wan. The Nun? No. I want to answer it so bad. It? It's not it. No. I know 2018. It. 2018. Annabelle Creation? It's killing me. It's not Annabelle. It's, it, is it a sequel? It's a, it's sequel, a sequel that yes. nobody saw. It's a uh, 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 Chucky's? No. no. 
That's one this of the, year. But there, there, there was a there was a there was one. There was a sequel. Last there year. was a sequel. <gasps> it's didn't know that. Insidious, the last. last Shut up. Oh. You're right. I remember that now. <laughs> Hindsight is twenty twenty. Nobody blah, fucking blah, blah, saw blah. it. Nobody fucking but saw it. I yeah. I and you know what? I will say like on my on my Insidious soapbox for a second. I I had no interest in seeing that movie because I loved the first one so so much. Did you see the third one with us? That's another movie we saw. Was that th- we went and saw the third one that, in theaters, and then when we were walking across the Oval, yeah. did you see that with yeah. us? We saw it together. We saw it yeah. together. We saw it together. We saw it together. I don't know. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm just so upset about how that franchise went because Insidious was like so good. It made me feel like uh, like like those kinds of ghost stories were going to be told in a better way. Yeah. In terms of like and then it did like blockbuster yeah. horror movies and then like it was just a one-off. We're going to do it eventually okay. on this podcast because Harisha's never seen it. Never seen Insidious? No. I have Can I please be here for that because I have a lot of feelings <laughs> about <laughs> I have like 20 feelings about like each scene in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just like that like all all the demons in that movie are like so good. Mm. So the last one. This is one. a very visual performance. <laughs> you have to um, start filming the last podcast. one, which neither of you got, is uh, it's also a sequel from 2015. It's yeah. a found footage movie called Paranormal Activity: The Ghost Dimension. Shut up! Yeah. Shut up! It was that one. He yeah. wrote it. He didn't direct it. I liked. Yeah. I really liked that one. I didn't one. see that one. That's in terms of. It was it was a, it was a spinoff. Yeah, and I think that was actually one of my favorite paranormal activity movies. I oh, really? Yeah. I haven't seen it. Well, for the same reason that I liked the taking of Deborah Logan, like there was just like constantly stuff, yeah. like to be in awe of. Okay. And I think right. that like if you're gonna have a, if you're gonna go with a found footage film, like you have to go all the way and just like constantly be like freaking people out, you know? So now I'm tempted to watch it because I think that's the only one I haven't seen. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I liked it better than whenever the fuck came after it. It was just upsetting. It was like in 3D. I don't want to talk about it. I, yeah. I'm, I'm, because I, fuck off, fuck off, fuck off. (laughs) I stand by that Paranormal Activity is a good franchise and I will die on that. Remember, remember 2012 when they were like, hey, have you ever seen a movie in 3D before? We're going to monetize this. Right. Everything you've ever seen. 3D. 3D. Right. Okay, let's do summary. Oh, Nick, okay. You're, have you're familiar that we do like a fast summary. A quick yeah. summary. Mm-hmm. Oh, the summary. recap. A recap of the So movie. we're gonna assign roles. Oh, this is almost like a good amount to assign roles to. Mm. So let's assign roles. So... Who wants to be Sarah, I think is the most vital role. Let's Sarah's let Nick pick daughter. first. Yeah, Nick. Uh, who do you, you can just be any who do you want to be? Who do you think I should be? I if, feel like oh, I feel like I, I trust cool. you guys. I either trust you as Deborah or Mia. I'll be Mia. Mia? Okay. Mia. okay. Molly? I'll pick last because I don't okay. care. Harish? Um, I'll be uh, the one, like, the one person in the crew who has a bad attitude. Gavin? Gavin. Gavin. No, because Gavin. Gavin's gone, like, two-thirds of the way into the movie. Be- you know what? Yeah. I'll, I'll be both of them. Okay. I'll be Gavin I and guess Louise. I'll be... I'll be Deborah. <laughs> Deborah Logan. <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> Who's Sarah? I'll be Sarah. You're Sarah. Okay. And then there's like a couple other fillers, but we'll pick them up when we get yeah. there. Yeah. Okay. Um. So I'm a PhD student, and I'm gonna make this this documentary about this woman who has Alzheimer's. <laughs> Am I doing it right? Yeah, you're doing okay. it great. So 
So you're you guys doing are, great. You I'm filming you. At the house. <laughs> oh, this is my mother. She has Alzheimer's. Mm, something feels this, off about this. This doesn't feel right. I'm not the right candidate. You guys just like shouldn't be here. Well, my dad and my mom and my aunt and my hairdresser all had Alzheimer's. So. Oh, yeah. oh, I see. It's personally affecting you. Okay, we'll reconsider. Come okay. back in a week. Okay. <laughs> what was that about your dad? Oh, you know, we just wanted oh, okay. to be a thing. Okay, cool. <laughs> so sorry. now there's like some interviewing. I'm going to say some things about how. I, like, I'm had, still filming this. <laughs> I had some senior moments. Sarah was there to witness them. I, I was just senior moments. It wasn't anything big. No, it was full on all fours. <laughs> and I'm embarrassed. Definitely, definitely Alzheimer's. And then um, can I just say, can we just like take a break for this for like ten seconds to just address how probably offensive this was to people who actually have Alzheimer's in their family? <laughs> Resume. <laughs> Good call out. Um, I'm gonna set up some cameras just around the house so that, like, we can watch. Yep. You and know, I'm gonna be creepy so have, and, just, like, pace yeah. around while you're doing that and, like, slam Bang! Myself. Oh, wait! Oh, uh, I'm setting up this camera, but I just heard a closet door that's nothing. close, and nothing. I opened the closet door, and, oh, there's nothing there, so I'm confused. Getting my PhD. <laughs> my mom's in spooky as shit. And now, um, I'm assuming, it, should we go to it's the- It's me, Gavin, and, oh my god, wait, stop, no, I didn't steal your spade. Where's I, my spade, No, bitch? I didn't steal, oh, I didn't steal calm it. Calm down. Where's my spade? I didn't, calm it wasn't down. me. Your blood pressure is the highest it's, I've ever seen in anyone ever. You have approximately five years to live. <laughs> it's fine, I'm gonna die from cirrhosis, cause I'm an alcoholic. Well, as long as I get my fucking PhD. <laughs> I've been like painting weird shit and now I'm like staring out of a window talking about how I need my fifth. As and, long like, as I get my PhD. I gotta hammer the, the window Mom, shut. you have to stop. No, it's... You're gonna hurt yourself. No. Like, you gotta be careful. And now I'm gonna rip my fucking neck off. Ugh. Ugh. Uh, okay, right. we're taking you to the hospital. <laughs> anyway, back to um, our production system. Hey, so I was just going over some footage and I found like she's talking in French. She says, oh, like, it's probably just the wind, you know, the wind is picking up these dialects. She's talking in French for something. Are, just happen to be French. Um, <laughs> I just want my PhD, so. Anyway. On the counter. Um, yeah, oh, and also I have this footage of her just appearing on the top of the counter. Oh, that's so weird that it would glitch like that. Like, who would even, like, it just, that's so random that it just, like, glitched like that. Okay, like, whatever. Yeah. I'm gonna film myself now. I'm Gavin, and I'm recording myself, and I'm saying, hey, Louise. I don't know where you are because I'm recording myself, but I am going to take my crucifix, it's on my necklace, and I'm going to put it on the door. And I'm here now being creepy and I ripped the window up ah. with my powers. But before she did that, I did notice that her paintings have a mysterious figure in them. Yeah. Just Alzheimer's. But things. now I'm creeped Just out Alzheimer's. and we should leave. This is creepy. So then some a lot of stuff happens where I'm being really creepy and we're going to fast forward to, I would say, the incident that involves the attic. You know what? Oh, wait. Yeah, oh. Yeah. oh, wait. Well, okay, we are going to establish that there was like a serial killer, a guy who killed a bunch of, he murdered a bunch of people oh. in the town. Je m'appelle Henri. Yeah, that's <laughs> Probably just the wind, still. I think this makes and the girls that I murder them. Update, it's the wind, but it's also French. <laughs> there were some snakes involved. We don't know. That was a famous name. Mom, do you recognize Update, it's French, and it's also the wind, but also voodoo. <laughs> So we've established that. And so now um, we're at a night that I'm being 
weird and I'm And like, you're being weird. Mom, but stop. I'm naked. We gotta start digging. Okay. Oh and your, it's your phone switchboard, and right? Your it's your phone switchboard and also there was some shit with you digging in the Yeah, in the I, I've been Whatever. digging around. Let's just a lot. take you to the hospital and like keep you under observation. Yeah. I, I zapped the shit out of myself being demonic with my switchboard, now I'm in the hospital. Starting to consider this is worth a student loan debt. <laughs> <laughs> And I am a doctor, and oh, wait, she's missing, and now she's, wait, um, so I saw her on a security camera in the pediatric division, I don't know why she would be there, because she's an old woman, not a small child. Definitely Alzheimer's, by the way. You know what, let's follow her. And I'm standing, staring at a wall with this little cancer patient. Hey, 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 don't worry, it's me, the doctor, and I'm gonna take you away, and ah! Okay, cut to somewhere else. Uh. I don't know. Oh, we find the body in the attic. Oh. <laughs> and this is the Henri. And oh no, it cannot burn. Qua, qua, qua. And then you burn it. Boom. And now... It's something insidious. No. Now you guys are... Some guy told us that we should burn the body. Yeah. Like it was a professor or yeah. some shit. And we tried to burn the body and... It, it was too work. French, so apparently not Alzheimer's. <laughs> and now you you are going. Where do you? How? What leads you to the cave? Good clue. It looks oh. like oh, she ran away from the hospital. Yeah, you took a uh, mom. Oh. Why did you take that girl from the Skinned hospital? Skinned myself to get out of my restraints. Stole a little girl, and now I'm gone. <laughs> oh, it's the we're caves. Chasing. We're all took the girls. And we're like ninety minutes into the movie, and I'm like. Oh, probably gonna gonna get gonna go take care of this, but I don't think it's Alzheimer's. I don't, I don't think this is accomplishing like everything that I've, I've put all my financial worth into. But oh, we're gonna no. get to the bottom of this. Okay, uh, so let's pan are, over. For the mom. we go to the yeah, mom. Where are you, mom? Kara. Fucked up shit happens. Oh my god! And oh. I'm literally like jaw unhinged, consuming this little girl. Through my mouth, and then um, Sarah. 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 Sarah, what the fuck are you, Mom? What the fuck are you doing? I think I exit the film at this point. <laughs> no, you're here. I'm you're literally here not. I'm but literally then I, not. I unhinge, and then like some there's some fighting that happens, and I get okay, restrained. Okay, we're gonna restrain you and take. I'm Knock you out with some a syringe. Yeah, and, then, and I'm out. I'm oh, out. by the way, your girlfriend. Oh, <laughs> she murdered my uh, maybe girlfriend. Possible Who knows? It was vague. Anyway, um, so are you dead? Yet? I'm. I'm not dead. We I'm take you out of the caves because apparently the evil. Oh, we must. We must defeat the evil. Oh, oh, oh we <laughs> set the fucking body on fire. And we found the big the evil body. Get rid of that spirit. <laughs> The body gets burnt. And make some, burned. Uh, make some like French Cajun dish yes. to get rid of the on top. And then the evil gone. is defeated. So now we flash forward to the little girl that I was consuming. It's her birthday. <laughs> hey, this girl. And had all cancer. of a sudden, this mockumentary style found footage film is actually the local news found footage. <laughs> hey, it's me, local news anchor Mr. Me, and I am doing a report With on this girl. With uh, Kara, who has cancer and was I in remission. Very, I'm, I, I, I'm, very, uh, I'm very naive, except for the fact that I'm not, and I'm about to plot your death. So what are you <laughs> going to do in your old age? Uh, kill my bloodline. Thank you. <laughs> and that's the end of the movie. 
that was a scrambled solid recap, no? It was scrambled, but as solid as we can make it without ruining every part of the film, if that makes sense. I don't want to ruin the movie. It's a traumatizing film, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And we made it sound a lot more French than it actually is. I don't know. It's It's pretty French. French. It's pretty French. Towards the end there. Especially when, like, you get into the whole, like, Oh, by the way, he was French, so... Henri de Hardin. So, yeah, and they started calling him Henri. Like, just call him Henry. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This movie was set in a town called Eczema. What a horrible town name. I know, why would you do that? Town of Eczema? I'm just thinking about that vibe. Yeah, Eczema. I'm from Eczema. <laughs> <laughs> You can call him Henry. That's fine. <laughs> you can call him Henry and then also do like all the extra shit with his last name. That's totally okay. Henry that Gaker. is not nearly as big of a plot hole as all of the other plot holes. <laughs> Beautiful film. Alright, so um, now that we're done with the recap, um, I'm, I want to know everyone's reviews. So just to establish, Nick and I have both seen this multiple times. Harish has seen it, but remembered nothing from it. I was really it. sleepy the yeah, last time. Yeah, sleepy. So sleepy, yeah. And then um, Molly has never seen it. So um, <laughs> I want to build Molly, then Harish, then Nick and I. So Molly, what was your initial like reaction to this as the first time you've seen it? Um, I liked it. I thought it was really creepy to watch. Um, especially because what this movie does a lot of is put you in the um, POV of mm-hmm. like being like where all this is happening. Um, I thought it, I I like found footage movies. Um, I've done a whole like kind of presentation for my film club about found footage movies because I think they're really dope. And yes. I thought this movie kind of holds up to a lot of um, what works well mm-hmm. in found footage. Like what? Um, so the parts I really liked again were like um, first person and POV, and they're talking about um. There's three things actually. Like now that I'm thinking of it, it's um when they set up shots specifically. For the documentary that mm-hmm. you're watching, where they have her framed and she's wearing that white dress, and they're like, "This is a lavalier mic. Mm-hmm. Do this." So it's like a little bit behind the scenes, but you're also watching it as if you were watching a professionally made documentary. Yeah. Um, right. the um, cameras positioned around the house to track Deborah moving throughout the house was really well done, and then like the right. first person point of view camera movement was really well executed because you hear it's um. Like, you hear them talking, and yeah. um, you're, like, mm-hmm. experiencing it through their eyes, which was really cool. Yeah. Right. Um, and it didn't, I don't know, it, like, felt like they were, like, realistic enough that they were making this mm-hmm. documentary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, something that I think can go wrong with a lot of found footage movies is when it gets too unrealistic that these, like, characters would actually be in this situation making and a documentary. Yeah. yeah. So it did a right. good job, it, I think, it, in that it way. It holds well, Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also did not remember any of the stuff that happened in the movie, but I really liked it. It's, like, very creepy in the way that it, like, sets up everything, and then, like, everything's just very creepy, and it uses found footage really well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, like, what do you guys, how do you guys feel about found footage just in general? So, I think in the context of this movie, I think that this movie had a really neat premise for a found footage movie. Like, the fact that it was set up as, like, this documentary for an Alzheimer's patient. I was like, that's not, that's not, like, an angle that we've seen, really, like, in a found footage movie. 
And I think, like, my main frustration is the fact that, like, they had all this great character development with Jill Larson's character especially as, like, this, this Alzheimer's patient. And they didn't really... They didn't really take it anywhere. Like, like of course, like, Jill Larson's character does so much, like, throughout the right. whole movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I can't help but feel, like, the fact that her character was underutilized in the second half of the movie. Um, she because, was more just, like, Yeah, they built it up so well in the first half. And then, like, in the second half, she's doing nothing. And that's right. especially disappointing when you take into consideration that they build up this, like, subplot... With how she buried this per- this body with um with her neighbor Harris, how she's had um homophobic uh, complications with her daughter, like all these things that they throw into the mix, and then like it's like oh like she's just possessed by this like French snake dude, and right. I'm kind of like okay well like that's good, but that's like kind of like the the peril of putting so much sustenance in this kind of a movie because then. A lot of that gets lost. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I feel like it bit off more than it can chew, which is like part of why I love it so much, but also part of why I feel like it falls flat for a lot of people. I don't know. I'm curious as to what your guys' take on that is. I'm more focused on you guys because this is essentially first viewing for both. What do you think? Yeah, I'm curious. Right. Like, I, I really liked it. Like, um, so I didn't really analyze it as much in terms of like, I was just watching it, you know. This actually um, might be a difference between I Nick feel like and I just I, watched it so many Nick times. Nick and I are both at the point where we're just like <laughs> looking for shit. Yeah, I, yeah, not, yeah. The initial shock isn't yeah. quite there. But yeah, yeah I, I mean, I agree with you. There was more that they could have done. Like, uh, we didn't like see anything about. Mm. Apparently, the mom. Deborah Logan dealt with this serial killer. Yeah. yeah. Killed him. And I got excited about all that him. backstory. But it, and it's yeah, just and passing. that's really cool. But like it they just, just yeah. go over that, yeah. And I feel like it became passing because like the directors or the producers or whatever got so excited by like where the story was gonna go. Right. Especially with like the snake route and we're like all like where we got like all those cool scenes. And I'm like, okay, yeah. well well, did that kind of like take like did that kind of take, like, our front seat over all the other, like, actual, like, sustaining, like, plot devices that were, like, going on in the first half of the yeah. movie? You know, right. it's, like, yeah. it's, like, I'm wondering, like, if, 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 like, they chose for that, like, all that stuff to, like, take a backseat, or if it's, like, I, I don't know. I, I just feel like there's a lot yeah. going on in this movie, yeah. like, in terms of, like, plot, like, I don't know. Right. Um, so, like, when I was watching this at first i like assumed that it was just gonna be a demon at yeah the end and not like some sort of murderer who's uh, the ghost is inhabiting her kind yeah. of ish but like you know whatever um but it turns out throughout like we discovered through the movie that for some reason she buried mm-hmm. a um serial killer that was taking over the town i guess it all like comes together because she's the phone operator, and so from yeah, that's listening a good point. to all the phone calls, mm-hmm. she probably learned yeah. that he was the killer. And so wait, did the telephone operators back then listen in on calls that they wanted to? Could they do that? I'm sure they did. Yeah. If they had the technology, they, I mean, I would. Yeah, they probably did. Probably. I would. I would have loved 
more about that. And that's yeah. crazy because I never thought I would be sitting here asking for a longer found footage film. But, right. like, I could have stood for this movie to be, like, two hours long. Yeah. And, like, yeah. most people, I feel like most people would think that, like, a, a, a 90-minute found footage film is already too long. Because, mm-hmm. like, I doubt, I doubt most, like, Paranormal Activity movies even, like, stood up to that. Mm-hmm. But I feel like... I feel like this is one of those instances where we could have, like, we could have stood to, like, learn more. Yeah. Right. You know? Because, like... There's a lot there's of There's so much you can... There's so much detail. Yeah. And, like, I just feel like that these, that, like, these producers and, like, these, like, like the, like, the crew just got caught up in, like, how much cool shit they could do. Yeah. With, like, that premise of, like, oh, she's a snake. Like, let's make her, like, swallow... And they, a child. They you went know? in on that. Right? Yeah. But yeah. then it's like there was they they established that as there's like this there's a, a lot of ritual stuff and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they definitely told you about it. And they mm-hmm. they hit the points, but it's like if they wanted to make this a three hour film, they very easily could they have could because have. they really opened the door for yeah. themselves. I would never ever ever be in favor of like a found footage movie of that length, but like it's like if you're gonna give me the content to justify that and like right. do it, you know. If like, you do it well, I'm gonna yeah. enjoy it. If yeah. you're leaving me with all these un- unanswered questions, and it's like, yeah, like make it longer, you yeah. know. I don't know. I thought, and I thought that they had questions worth answering. Like I thought that like Jill Larson, like, that uh, Deborah Logan's character was like compelling enough that like I would love to sit there and like I would have loved that scene with um with the uh, that like, explaining like the voodoo ritual behind it, mm-hmm. right? Like. I wouldn't have cared if that was fleshed out like five or ten minutes more. Like, yeah, who yeah. gives a fuck? Like, that would have been cool. Yeah. Because they just, they basically just give you like still images and they just mm-hmm. kind of VO it and then it's like voiceover for down the film people. Right. <laughs> um, but like, they well, just kind of. Well, it's also like the only reason they know about the ritual is because of a documentary that, that happened had it. in the past. Like, Child murder is part, part four. four. <laughs> <laughs> we love a YouTube series. And that's yeah. the so, like, structure they're of just it. taking other like which older I think documentary really footage. really well done way to introduce that um, that information mm-hmm. to the yeah, movie characters. That was it was good. It's very well done of of finding it. You know, Molly, yeah. it looked like you had something to say. Yeah, I don't know if it has. I like Loki checked out to focus what I wanted to talk about, but um. I think something this movie does that's really interesting is, like, an intersection between mental illness and, um, ghost possession. Mm, And there's this book called A Head Full of Ghosts that I remember reading about, but I haven't read it, where it's Mm -hmm. kind of, like, the same, like, theme, like, this, like, 14-year-old girl is exhibiting, like, signs of, like, having a mental illness, but it's, like, Mm. ambiguous if she's, like, possessed or not. Right. Do you think this movie, like, is successful in addressing that line? Um... Jesus, I don't know. I'm it's, I'm, I'm genuinely like, curious on what you think because what yeah. like the three of you think because you don't have you don't have to have an answer. But what do you, what do you think your answer is? I don't know because like I know there's so much like around like Alzheimer's yeah. and like the stigma of having Alzheimer's. Yeah, we we right. talked about that, that like, yeah. several times. Yeah, because I keep I keep dancing towards no because like as I was saying like while we were watching it, I was like I don't know where the line is for right. li- literally any of these characters where it just becomes, oh, like, this is not mental illness, like, this... Or, like, maybe even, like, not, like, the line between mental illness and, like, ghost possession because that's, like, a very, like... That's probably a very thick line, but, like, in in the context of this movie, it's, like, where where do any of these characters come to the point of, like, 
hmm, maybe this is not Alzheimer's, you yeah. know? Right. And then yeah, it's kind of like, yeah. does the fact that, like, that never even gets addressed, like, is that bad? Yeah, and we even said, we were like, at one point, does Sarah say, like, fucking shit, my mom doesn't have Alzheimer's, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's, but we were so concerned about Sarah's realization. It, like, yeah. To me, like, I know almost nothing about Alzheimer's, but, like, this felt more like psychosis. Yeah. Yeah. I was very invested in Sarah, and for her, her character in, like, the latter, in, like, the last act of the film to only be presented in, like, a (gasps) kind of format is, like, come on. Like, um. We were so concerned about, um, Sarah's the daughter, in case you, like, we didn't clarify that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She's Deborah's daughter, and Deborah's the one that's on the verge of... Alzheimer's into possession. We were so concerned about at what point does Sarah realize that her mom is suffering more and she's not dealing like because like as when you're dealing with like a close member with any illness, you know there's a certain sympathy there, and it's kind of like at what point do you draw the line of sympathy and then concern of something more? Yeah. And we were like, we were we were all like, when is Sarah gonna like figure this out? And we never really got that establishing line. And I feel like I feel like that was captured in the sense that she was always petrified, but like I don't think that like it was nuanced beyond that, which I think therein lies the problem. You know? So um my uh like Alzheimer's runs in my family. Like my grandfather had it and my great grandfather had it. Mm -hmm. Um and for me I think like I think in this movie, the way that they showed it on the screen, it was like a combination of maybe Deborah Logan had Alzheimer's, but mm. that also allowed the ghost or to demon possess. to okay. possess her ease okay. more easily. Because, like, especially at the beginning, where it's, like, m- less creepy and le- more focused on the actual Alzheimer's symptoms. Like, yeah. the way she's that she's, like... It. She's confused by things. Like, and the like, spades. Yeah, yeah the really spades. Yeah. She talks about how very, she, like... Caught yeah. the kitchen on fire. Like. Right. And yeah. then she was, like, trying to, like, push it off as if, oh, yeah, but, like, we all get distracted and shit. Yeah. Um, so... That's actually a good point. I yeah. feel like, um, the... I mean, like, I uh, I don't have, like, super a lot of contact with that, but I mm-hmm. do have... I have witnessed, like, my um, grandfather had Alzheimer's, and mm-hmm. he was, like, also, like, I remember visiting him in the hospital, and he was, like, he, like, in offhand, like, mentioned, like, oh, wait, my son, or my daughter, but, like, he doesn't have a daughter. He, like, mentioned, like, something that, like, was not real, but then it was, like, mm-hmm. he was just confused. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, stuff that, like, uh, stuff like that where, like, um, uh, that, that was shown at the beginning of the movie where it was, like, she was very confused about mm-hmm. her surroundings and, um, she was just randomly, like, especially in the background when they were setting up cameras, she would just randomly, like, look confused and yeah. then, like, mm-hmm. walk around. That, like, was relatable to me. Okay. Yeah, um, I, I wonder if, um, some way in which this kind of, like, ghost operates is, because they mentioned that, um... Henri Desjardins has, right. um, like, Lou Gehrig's, right? 
They yeah. said that? Like, yeah, they did yeah. say that. I don't mm-hmm. remember. Then Deborah Logan yeah. like has Alzheimer's and then the kid at the end um had leukemia. Yeah. That's like why I was confused because it's like what like so, like what connections are they trying to make? It might be like her? a preying on the weak type. Are they yeah. trying to do that? Like, but it's like that was never clear. So no. it's like it's like what message it might are be they just, trying to send? It might just be a vague, like just depending like on that. Like preying on people yeah. who are, are have like are, are yeah. Like there might not be a clear defined line but like it might be like but i wish that was i wish if that's the case that that was more defined yeah you know like clearly there's some kind of preying on the weak thing i didn't know there's gonna be garrett's thing it was kind of like just a throwaway in like one of the dialogue well that's a problem because a lot of the a lot of the dialogue and like the the development of the plot was kind of used as like throwaway dialogue like when they were looking for a Dehardine's body, like they were kind of like they were like, oh my god, but he was buried, but like he, like she was supposed to be the fifth, and like she's coming for this, and they they're like they're you they're explaining a lot of like what's actually through, going like, on through moments. like through like passing dialogue, and it's like that's not how you tell a yeah. story, like. But it's hard in the found footage. I agree. Like, I agree. So I'm just kind of so like it's like there's this weird line where like, yeah. it wouldn't have worked if they did it in another way, but the way that they did it made it a yeah. little bit hard to follow. This yeah. is a this is a difficult subgenre to deal with um, exposition. Yeah, I'm being very nitpicky because like You've I seen it so many. Times. I have seen it multiple times, and like I just want to see like the found footage subgenre done justice. Yeah. And I feel like they get so close with it here. Yeah. So. It's like, this is, a, this is a genre that's not respected, but should be. Yeah. Right. And it's yeah. not respected in within, that, within a genre that is not respected yeah. in general. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. In the sense of found footage, like, people tend to be like, oh, that's just, like, shitty, like, cop-out horror. But it's like, if you think about it, I would never, as a writer, want to write a found footage film. Because that's yeah. really rough to write. Yeah. And, like. And I think the story that they took on, like, takes chops, too. Yeah. And, like, you have so much exposition, so much character detail to establish through making it a logical found footage. Mm -hmm. And I think it does a solid job doing that. But the key is that you cannot watch a movie like this with a large group of people that like to riff on movies. You know what I mean? You need to watch this in an intimate setting where people are willing to put the silence and time in to watch the film for it to actually hit. And it does hit. But and even you, this, we, we got distracted, and there was times where Nick and I had to be like, hey, just so you know, yeah. this got established. So basically what this is kind of saying is that Deborah's taking on the personality of... The, of Hardin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was like, the only way is you gotta burn the body of the original thing. We have to think about, like, how other found footage films, like, they... How they progress the plot, and, like, I think, like, if we're gonna com- compare this to other found footage films, I think that it does that way better than yeah. than most yeah then then like if, if we're if we're talking like within that subgenre, i think that this is like one of the most successful yeah iterations of that i don't know what what were your your opinions well i i wanted to talk about the point where you said like found footage is not respected and i agree that like it should be like especially when i i know like my freshman year of college was when i watched um Blair Witch. Mm. The original um, or the new or the, the, one? The original. The original. Really? It was like, like your first time seeing it? First time seeing it. Like, I watched it on... I got it on DVD from okay. the library and watched it for the first time. And, yeah. like, that... Like, when I watched it, it was, like, that was the time period where it was, like, 
um, everyone was looking down yeah. on found footage. It was like overdone, and people were like, "Oh, found footage sucks. It's like stupid." But like for me, it's like found footage. It's just a different way of doing the yeah. story. Yeah. So like, I think it's just as valid as any other form of cinema. And I think that's why I'm so critical of it too. Right. Is because like you still have to tell a story, even if it's yeah. through like a different medium. Yeah. So exactly. I'm like. So it's like, even though like I don't like like the level of criticism that's levied against found footage films, right? I, I feel like... I think it comes from the wrong place, but like, but it's like when we're talking about yeah. it on like a fair, on a, on a fair like playing ground, like, right? It, it, it's like you st- there is a lot of laziness that happens with the story yeah. because of the method You're that right. comes with filming it, you know? Yeah, we just have to believe that they kept filming during this area. I felt like is, this was believable. This yeah. was definitely believable, especially because it was, like, a medical but, documentary. Um, I banked off of that in saying that, in my opinion, found footage is harder. Yeah, like, yeah I, I agree. If you can it's do, harder to write. You can Easier do to film, harder to write. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Because, like, you can do a bad found footage film, that's fine. If you do a solid one, and I'd, I'll cite most of the paranormal activities as a solid found footage, or, you know, Blair Witch, it's like, you have to write something intriguing to where you can tie together the willingness, and we, we mentioned this several times, is like, how logical is it that someone's recording right now? Yeah. You yeah. have to make it logical. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? And I think that's and what I think, does a solid Like, job. when um when Gavin was, like, in the kitchen, and she, she was, like, trying to kill him with, like, trying to find out where the About fuck the, her spade was, yeah. and he's, like, filming her. It's his job. Yeah. Right. So that yeah, was, yeah. that wasn't, that like, I, I feel like, I you you might have been, like, you might have been, like, No, LOL. I think it was me. I yeah, was, like, what the you're, fuck? You're, like, like, LOL, like, he has his iPhone, and I'm, like, he's getting paid to do that. Yeah. Right. I yeah. was totally, like, like, as someone who has been in circumstances where they are paid to do, like, shitty things like that, like, like I fully believe right. that we, he we, was going to be, like, sitting there filming, like, while he was, like, risking his life because this old-ass bitch see, wants her spade. Yeah. We never actually see the footage from his iPhone camera. Which we is always, even scarier! Right. Cause, cause like that was something that I noticed because he was like, it's definitely like he'd pull it out, but like of course they wouldn't use that footage if they have it's better bad. footage from right. a real camera. <laughs> Meanwhile, she's like, she's like uh, going from like level to level. Yeah, she's like levitating. Yeah. 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 Something I will say that like I really enjoyed about this specific found footage movie. It's very dynamic and it uses mm-hmm. a lot of different like camera techniques and different yeah. kinds of shots to keep mm-hmm. you engaged. It's, and this is an issue I had with the Blair Witch Project. Why I didn't really like. Grab me. Is it really? the same? I don't like it that that's much. A, that's another right. it's, it's the same thing for like an hour and change. You yeah. Know? And yeah. Yeah. It's so much of hearing them talk and whine and complain. But, I mean, like, but it, that is the character stuff. Like, I think it's a mm. fine movie, but. It's I also, think in this case, though, it was almost to, um, it was almost to a detriment because we're in like the Blair Witch Project, like you have like the same setting for the whole movie, but it's like. Um, in, 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 uh, Deborah Logan, we had, we introduced, like, the multiple angles in the house, and it's, like, those were not really utilized, and, like, I'm cool with them, like, showing off, like, all these things that they did, but it's, like, if you're gonna give us all these bells and whistles that aren't used in the movie, then it's, like, we're gonna have questions at the end of it, so, I don't know. I yeah. I have, like, mixed feelings about... I think it's, I think where we're, um, Molly's point kind of got me to thinking, it's, like, um... 
found footage has certain tropes that we expect to be filled and then it, like there are tropes in regular film that we don't expect found footage to fill mm-hmm. where it really kind of should and like logically you might not put it together but it's like um there's a certain amount of uh interaction that has to happen and if you're just watching you know you mentioned how you're having to see these people ex- basically essentially ex- explain what's happening mm-hmm. and then you watch it happen. But it's kind of one of those things of like how realistic, and I think this ties into like paranormal activity and we'll get there when we get there when we do them. But it's like how realistic is it that people are recording themselves discussing the happenings of a film, you know, unless you are that deep. And I think in this one it's actually kind of logical that they'd be like, like, in paranormal activity, it's like, okay, how logical is it that a person, a, a dude is recording himself talking about his other recordings in his own home, you know? Right, right, it's not very right. logical. But when you're recording what's supposed to be a documentary, it makes sense that you're going to record yourself discussing um, the footage you've picked up, especially in a documentary like this. So I think that this movie, like, it does a good job kind of trying to address the what lacks in the found footage subgenre is that, like... It's like, how realistic is the explanation? It's like, well, this is supposed to be a documentary crew, so it is mm-hmm. realistic that they're recording themselves. Yeah, absolutely. So I think that, like, I think this job, this movie does a decent job of addressing the, um, the cons of the subgenre that it li- it lies within. Can I address my other con about this movie before I pee? And yeah, I'll, go ahead. I'll let you all to discuss. Yeah, absolutely. I feel as though a lot of the things in this movie that happen were built around the excitement with that scene. Are we... Is, is this a spoiler? Wait, oh, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. a spoiler-free okay. zone. So I feel like a lot of the plot was built around the excitement regarding the like the, 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 the snake Just, climax yeah. towards the last like 30 minutes of the movie. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that guided a lot of like the plot yeah and i think that that's why they had this like whole like oh it's like a demon but it's like a voodoo ritual but it's like a snake witch uh hex girl yeah right (laughs) you know you know what i'm saying i feel like like a lot of like there was like too many demonic cooks in one kitchen yeah i think it was the interest of like that specific scene yeah so flush that out well okay so i will say as a Third or fourth, I can't tell you how many times I've seen, I can't remember. But anyways, as a multiple time viewer, I will say that, and Nick and I had several moments watching this where we were like, that's building up. You know what I mean? And so, like, there definitely is a lot of snake stuff, but I'm curious before we go into this, Molly specific, because Harish, you mentioned you had, you remember this. What was, like, your gut feeling when you saw the climax of the snake imagery? You saw it coming. You saw it coming. Yeah, I, said, I even said, I was like, oh, she's going to unhinge her yeah. mouth and, like, a snake. And you guys were like, no. no. <laughs> we know about that one. But she doesn't. I, she doesn't. I cannot wait to see her. Oh, and she unhinge her jaw? No. No. Wink, wink. <laughs> no, but, like, even before that, like, there's a moment where it clicked for me that her skin was shedding. Because, yeah. like, that's what snakes do. Oh my god, wait, I get it. She's shedding her skin like a snake. Oh, that might make sense. Uh, never that's why she's like... I've seen this, like, four times. Yeah, I was about to say. And you're putting things together that I haven't even thought of. Yeah. So I kind you of... put that together, and I had never seen right. that in my yeah, multiple I, viewers. I, that was a good observation. So, like, there was... I didn't realize that. 
really. Yeah, That's I had crazy. never realized that. You point yeah, it together you're like, for me. Oh, she's shedding her skin like a snake, and I'm like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Anyways, continue. there was like moments where I was like, oh, it's snake shit, but. This this isn't related to what um Nick brought up, but something I thought would have been like even fucking creepier is if um she had started eating herself. Oh, cause the that, that's the, like part of it is the, the snake symbol. starts eating itself. But they wow. didn't do that, and that's like the one thing. If I could like remake this movie, I would have done it. But they low key like really missed out on an opportunity of. <laughs> she mentioned the snake eating itself. They didn't really bank on that in the end with Deborah. Like they could have made her start like snake, eating herself. The snake. Oh, that yeah. they didn't followers. do that. But they didn't do it. Yeah. I just feel like they thought, and by they, I mean like Brian Singer and all of them, <gasps> thought. Brian Singer, <gasps> low key producer, but we're going to ignore that and focus on director writer. Right. Yes. Um, I feel like they were so just like into that concept that they were like, fuck everything else. This is going to be so good that let's just do it. <laughs> and I don't, I don't, I don't know. Exact don't drunk know. talk. I kind, of, I kind of agree. I think, I think that like genuinely, like they were like drunk, and they were like, "This, what this seems is cool, so let's do it." Snake. Were they drunk and that's like, "Hey, let's start a podcast where we talk about scary movies." <laughs> exactly. Well, they were with the snake imagery. No, I'm, what was the original question? I apologize. I agree with like the kind of too many cooks in a kitchen. Like, they went with, like, the serial killer, ghost, demon. It, yeah. Voodoo. Yeah. That's a good I feel like, I think that we would have had a much more satisfying climax if they had picked a lane and stuck to it. They should have picked Snake Demon. I'm calling it. Which they almost did. That's the most frustrating part. Like, well, like I'm only angry because, like, I love this movie and I want it to be, like, way better. And I also want it to have nothing to do with Brian Singer, for the reference. That's true. Yeah. Um, but, like, I... Uh, well, but I think for me, it's like um, the snake demon is the real the like the the, 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 the antagonist. Yeah, the point of it because like yeah. the 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 serial snakes, killer. The snakes were truly consistent throughout right. the movie, yeah. and the serial killer was killing so Four. that he could become like immortal. Sure, and yeah. then like I just hate that they like threw so much into the pot. Into, yeah, that's it was a good like. Point. It's like okay, like now we have to consider these things because they t- they decided to talk about them. Right. They made the plot more complicated. Go on. No, no, thing. you go. I was cracking up because I said, and that's a snake sound. <laughs> you finish what but, you were saying. <laughs> that's, not, that's that's like my whole point is like is like they had this like very cohesive thing that like right. could have been fine on its own, but they were like, oh, we have to bring a witch doctor in. Yeah. And like also. Yeah. So all, what was up? Yeah. That, that you went know, nowhere. you know, you know, you know. Like so, it's like you can't just say all these things that are scary and expect them to not have consequences. Are we saying like, that we wish we had more expansion on the demon itself? Yeah. I wish that we would have picked a lane. Yeah. Or, or, or if not, or if not, if we're gonna do all these things that were talked about in the movie, that we would have, you know? I can tell Because you, the movie was truly built up yeah. to be, like, some right. scary fucking shit, so. Yeah. I keep mentioning to my, like, commenting and being, like, as a writer, as if I'm, like, an established writer, which I'm not, but, like, as somebody who, like, personally and just my own life like write stuff like I'm currently actually working on a thing where a demon comes in and I was so lazy that I found I found I I researched all these different demons and I was like I don't feel like writing in the lore to this so I google I went to a name generator and there was a 
thing where you could pick demonic names, and I just found a demonic name. Google Wikipedia checked that it was not an existing demon. It's yeah. not. And I just invented my own one with no lore. That's why I found my drag name, for, my, the, for the record. In my notes, in my notes, I was like, it's, it's not denominational or anything. I was like, I just like... I just went to a name generator and found. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of curious as to how. Guys, I, Molly is shaking, so I feel like we need to let her speak. What's your drag name? <laughs> polyester. Ah! I knew it. I knew it was polyester. You son of a bitch. Do you want to know what mine is? If I do like boy drag. What is it? Jaundice. Ah! <laughs> Jaundice. Thank but you, yeah. Quinn Wright, for giving me that. So I'm curious to see. Is this demon real, or no. did they use a name generator for the information? <laughs> Dehardine. Like, yeah, like, yeah. like, yeah. like yeah. okay. Dehardine does sound like internet yeah. generated. But like, so, you can just generate stuff, and you so. don't have to find <laughs> internet generated French demon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a website for that. Well, okay. I'm so sorry. Harish, <laughs> you were. Yeah, well, I feel like has so, something to say. This is my head cannon. <laughs> And this is like saying like this is not a real demon. Like uh, for me, I I don't think it needs to be a real demon. It could yeah. be completely no, I I personally manic. don't think it should be real right. either. Because as somebody who made but, up my own demon. But for, <laughs> be the demon you want to see in this world. For me, my headcanon is there is a snake demon. The snake demon somehow inhabited Henry Desjardins, who um, started killing people and then. Henry Desjardins, like, was found out by the telephone operator, Deborah Logan. Now who it's Deborah Logan. kills Henry Desjardins, buries him, hides him, but then Snake Demon, after she kills Henry Desjardins, Snake Demon inhabits Deborah Logan, and then that's where this movie comes from. And oh, I see... feel like that definitely tracks, and I feel so like that's it's one of those things. Canon. If you, like, watch yeah. the movie, like, very close. Yeah. Mm. And I mean, even on, we right. see... Yeah. The I passing happens because we see Kara or yeah. whatever her name is. Like Kara gets yeah through it. It, it. There's definitely a passing. Yeah. Meanwhile, my head cannon is there's a snake in my booth. <laughs> Sorry, I'm stuck. That's, 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 that's not that's not funny. That's not. Funny. I'm quitting this podcast. <laughs> no Toy Story blasphemy on my show. Okay, so um, who said it was blasphemy? First of all, <laughs> that was your. That Speaking was you. of Toy Story blasphemy, the fact that there's a fourth movie That's coming so out, Justice for Bo Peep. I will not have. <laughs> oh my God, you're right. Toy Story Four is a gay movie. I'll support that for now. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Okay, it's so, called Twenty by Teen for a reason. Okay. We're all here. I'm done. Okay, so. So, do you have, before we move on to other segments, do you have any final thoughts regarding plot points? Snake shit was badass, dude. I Always, as Stuck always. Stuck through, I feel like it was a very solid thing that, like, it, like, especially when you look back, you're like, oh, snake shit. Like, yeah. Be, like, she's like, they talk about her skin is, like, scaly. Yeah, yeah. The, the snake, the, the snake thing was, like, the one thing that was... Consistent throughout the movie. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. That That's was really cool. And how it's just like technically done. I like when movies are kind you of. You can't like... go wrong with snakes. Snakes are scary. That's my favorite trope. Snakes are very scary. In horror movies. Okay. Like referential to like the fact that they're making like... their own movie, which is cool. Do you have a list of everything we do on this podcast? I thought you did. No, I Okay, don't. we're gonna... It's like, this is... We really... I was thinking about this well, literally today. I was like, we need to keep a list of everything we do for this podcast. I'm very good at Google Docs if you need any help in that <laughs> We're just bad no. at remembering our segments. 
And uh, when we do, we'll be recording the next episode, and I'm always the one that's like, we fucking didn't do this on the last episode. Uh, and they're always like, yeah, we did, Sam. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, we did the house yeah. I like the, the, um, what's that new segment that you're doing? The there? killing one. Yeah, well, I like yeah. that one. Um, but so, I, like, there I weren't that many up. murders in this Yeah, one. I, I, I was, we're gonna like, challenge I wanted to there's bring up, there's no killer. There's, yeah. yeah. There's this YouTube channel called Dead Meat, and it's like, one of the videos they do is called The Kill Count. He goes through all the deaths. That's right. Yeah, That's what inspired you should, you should watch them because, like, he is the love of my life. I, um, well, yes. I don't know if we have time to talk about this, but, like, one thing I wanted to bring up was that, like, in this movie, it's, like, centered around mental illness, and mental illness is a very common oh, yeah. thing in horror yeah. movies. I just wanted to ask, well, like, what are your my... thoughts on that? My immediate thought as soon as you brought up mental illness horror movie was immediately split. That's the first thing that comes to my mind when it comes to mental illness horror movie. Oh, it's like the movie split. The movie split. Okay. Because, um... I haven't seen it that way. We is watched, it actually a horror movie? Yeah, I mean, it, it counts as a horror. But, like, really? we, okay. we we watched Unbreakable Split and Glass within 36 hours. Harishmi yeah. and our friend Adam. We watched all of them in 36 hours. We watched Unbreakable and Split in one night, and then the next day the went to the theater that. and watched... And I don't think that's... I feel like that's, like... It was actually kind of they're fun. They're all bad. It's not that... Okay, Unbreakable's not bad. Unbreakable. Unbreakable's good. I don't um, like a glass. Glass actually a horror movie. Huh? It's not a horror. It's movie. not a horror. It's a superhero movie. Glass is like entertaining, but ultimately not a great film. Okay. But like Split itself was like, it has negatives to the term of mental illness and treating women. Okay. How you treat women and like when I think of um like that is an example of how not to treat mental illness in a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Whereas I kind of want to say hereditary is an example of how to treat it well in right. a horror movie mm-hmm. where it's addressed as more of a, like the, the horror aspects are more of just an ex- ex- exaggeration of real trauma. Yeah. Right. If that makes sense. That's a good so way I think there's it. a spectrum of like split to hereditary. Yeah. And I think this kind of falls, um, yeah, where do you, where does this fall? I would put this almost in the middle because, like, we were all confused yeah. as to how we would put this, and it's like it treads on. I was thinking while we were watching this, I was like, "Wow, this kind of makes me more conscious of like the trauma of yeah Alzheimer's." I don't know also, if that's good or bad. But also, though. it kind of uses Alzheimer's as a prop, so there's like a weird middle line of where you're conscious, but then you're also like, "How how much is this?" Uh, yeah, just I'm it? I'm feeling weird making a decision on that because like there is a lot of like there's a lot of confusion as to like where in the plot it becomes like oh this is something more than alzheimer's and i'm like is that like how bad is that like i don't think i have the authority to say Mm -hmm. how bad that is but it's like i feel like it's bad yeah yeah right what about you guys um so, I liked what you brought up about Hereditary, where Hereditary, I feel like it's, like, implied that it could be a mental illness the entire time, and then at the yeah. end, it turns out it's not yeah. a mental illness. That's but, a good point. But, like, they, the way they, um, the way the film, like, plays out, it's like the whole time you're thinking, okay, so wait, are they all crazy or, like, mentally ill, mm-hmm. um, or is it actually real? And yeah. so the whole time I was watching Hereditary, I was thinking, yes, uh, I I don't know which if they're if it's all in their head or if it's 
real and happening mm-hmm. and i think that's a good line to play on, to yeah stay on you know where it's like but like another movie you said split as your other side of the spectrum but for me the one thing that i always think about is the movie lights out if i haven't seen that movie i've seen the short film but not the movie right lights out is a movie about um anytime like the lights turn out there's a demon that like moves past but like in the movie, in the full-length feature film of Lights Out, there's a short film, and then it was adapted into a full-length feature. The short film um, is phenomenal, by the way. Look it up on YouTube. Continue. Yeah, it's really good. Um, and the movie is also pretty good, but, like, the movie, it's very obviously some sort of... I think in a lot of horror movies, they use the monster as, like, the Babadook. They use the monster as a metaphor. Oh, that's a good mental illness For some too. sort of mental illness. Do you think that was the case in this movie? In this movie? I mean, like... It's... I, I'm struggling to, like, answer that for myself. I would say it's a metaphor. I, I as someone who has seen... Yeah. Like, I, I want to think it is, but I, I don't think so. I think so. it's a problem. Yeah, I think in this movie, it's, it's not a metaphor for a mental illness. But, like, in the Babadook, yeah, clearly the Babadook is a metaphor for... Grief. depression and grief and like in the end she like learns to deal with it rather than like killing the babadook or yeah. like fighting it but lights out i feel like is the opposite end where it's like um the the um monster is a metaphor for depression and then at the end like spoiler alert skip 30 seconds ahead the like woman kills herself really yeah and so like for me it's like okay well this movie is telling me that if i'm depressed i need to kill myself yeah. mm. to protect my the people around me yeah fuck um that. so like that's that's like um that's why i don't think i think like lights out is a bad treatment of mental illness in horror films but i yeah. think like in a lot of cases like Especially, I really like Hereditary because it's very ambiguous and it's very much... I, I, I feel like if you want to um, talk about mental illness, it either needs to be completely metaphorical, yeah. but if it's completely metaphorical, you can't act like it's a real monster. Yeah. You you have to deal with it. Like the Babadook. The Babadook does it well, where it's like, if it's metaphorical, like the Babadook is a metaphor, very obviously a metaphor for grief, you need to um, deal with it in a way that is not um, harmful to people with yeah. actual mental illness. Yeah. Molly, you know. do you have anything? Um, not really. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, not that way. I just haven't seen enough movies where yeah. like, mental illness is... Like, in like, the ones I have, you've already talked we, about. We, we I just that. feel like we see so much like ableism in like, the horror genre, especially. No, like, that's very incredible yeah. amount of ableism in the horror genre. And like, some points where like mental illness is like villainized. Yeah. yeah. Like, I just saw this movie called The Uninvited. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Where, like, yeah. She's like the villain of the movie because of her mental illness. Like, it's just like. Right? And it's like, it's like, what am I left with? Yeah. It's like, I'm le- like I'm watching a movie and I'm leaving with like more baggage. Yeah. Right. Like, it's, it's like, like villainized. <laughs> or there's that movie, and I haven't seen it, but where the girl goes to the mental hospital because she's like, somebody's after me. Unsane. Yeah. And they don't take, yeah, and they don't take her. And like, from what I saw from the trailers, like, they're not taking her. The, the weird thing is, I, I immediately was seeing that trailer was like, oh, that's bad for mental illness, but I've only seen good reviews about it, so really? I'm curious as to okay. how it turns Yeah, I'd, I'd have to watch the Yeah, I'd have to watch it. Yeah. But like, I think th- this is something that needs to be addressed is that the horror genre 
considerably like de- relies on mental illness as a scapegoat to justify their villains especially like this like air quotes scary yeah mental illnesses so it's something right. that like needs to be addressed and improved upon mm-hmm. I know. okay so um let's go into um what would, would you, you do if, if it was you in the movie we haven't sung that in so long we um, sung it last time. We did. We did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nick, I think Molly sings it every time. time. Okay, Nick, find so, the hole in this coat challenge. So, um, who in this movie would you identify with the most? I did. I said during the film that um, what's his name? Gavin. Gavin. I really relate to that guy. What's his name? Gavin. Gavin. I think Gavin's gonna be my if it were you. I would be Gavin. Oh, uh, I hated Gavin. I would be Gavin. I I would be Mia. The- Mia. I would I would yeah. be Sarah because I'm I'm a pretty naive person overall, mm-hmm. and it's just like it's like it it's like it's like what would you do for a family member? Yeah, you know? it's like it's like a very like testing yeah question, and I and I feel for her especially with like on like the gay aspect like yeah she especially with like especially with like the embarrassment that her her, her parents felt because like. Because, like, when my mom, when my mom knew I was gay, like, she was very embarrassed. Yeah. So, it's, like, yeah. I, I, like, very related to that. So, it's like, something you see. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And well. it's, like, I would probably act the same way. What about you? Um, I'm probably a Sarah Louise cuss. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Again, That's a better way to say how I felt. Because <laughs> I have, like, big gay energy. Yeah. But, like, also I would do it, like, my family's really great and I would do a lot to, like, help out my family yeah. members if they were struggling. I like just had like a whole like emotional conversation with my mom last night, and she's Aww. the best. Oh, like one. Mm. My mom is the best, and she promotes our podcast. She does. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I would um, love to hang out with her. We'll get we'll drink wine. Okay. Yeah, we'll party. Hit everybody up. Um, no, but also Luis, because I also feel myself being on a film crew and being like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah. But right. just like trying to do my job like the most that I can. Okay, so if we're gonna go in terms of, um, would you survive? No. You don't have to base this on the character you picked, but, like, if you were just within this crew of people, well, would you survive? I mean, yes, but barely. Yeah. <laughs> like, in this movie, she's not trying to kill other people. She's trying to get, like, a child, yeah, yeah, to, to um, so, inhabit do we all agree that we'd probably mostly survive, maybe, with some We'd all, yeah, I, Yeah, I think so. I just trauma. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's good. That's a quick one. So... Um, Ratings. Ratings. What are we rating out of? Well, let's, snake skin. let's get into our villain first. Just just real quick, our villains. Yeah. He's got a whole Jenny's box. Yeah, he does. Oh, oh my God. yeah. Let's get into our real quick villains. Um, This is mostly for us. And then, Nick, if you you know most of the films, we'll go over yeah. with you. Um, Do you have your villain list, Molly? Can you yep. pull it up, please? Um, <laughs> Mine's the so most updated because I don't know what you guys said about the villain, the though? I know where I did. Like, the villain would probably be... I would put the villain as the... um. I would just say Snake Demon. Really? I was gonna say Deborah Logan. Well, Deborah Logan's a villain because she was inhabited by the Snake Demon. I think, like, it's not really fleshed out in the movie who the real villain is, so I think we should just say Deborah Logan as... Let's just say Deborah Logan possessed. Yeah. Possessed Deborah Logan. Possessed Deborah Logan. I still need to see my villain ranking to um, properly put it, so as soon as... Oh, sorry. I, I think I would, I would do... I don't remember what I said for the Hanegers, but um, I would do below the Sinclair brothers, but above everyone else. So my ranking would be Pontypool Virus, Bagul, then Other Mother, and then Sinclair brothers, and then um, Mrs. Deborah Logan, 
and then maybe the Hanager people or like whoever mm-hmm. from My Bloody Valentine, and then Voorhees, and then Terry. Okay. So okay, cool. Do you have yours on? Or do you want me to go? Yeah, can you go? Can I have my list? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to. I am trying to fill in um the um Hanagers for hosts because I didn't fill in I for either. Yeah, I don't remember what I said during the actual episode. Okay, so... I'm gonna put Deborah. She's pretty fucking scary. Deborah is... I'm gonna type this while I'm doing it. That's good. Um, Deborah's below Mrs. Voorhees for me. Is this like the rankings, like, amongst, like, all your your episodes? So this is... Yeah, I wanna know where she fits. Yeah, you'll see. We'll show you the thing. So, I have her as Pontypole, I have Pontypole Virus, which is disputed. Sinclair, <laughs> the Sinclair Brothers, Other Mother, Bagul, Mrs. Voorhees, then I have Deborah Logan, and then Terry. I would say, I would put Bagul above Deborah Logan, because... Yeah. yeah. Bagul's above. <laughs> it's Bagul. I have Other Mother, still is my number one, Bagul, Mrs. Voorhees, Sinclair Brothers from House of Wax, um, Deborah Logan, then... Uh, the My Bloody Valentine boys and Terry from All I wouldn't Day. have her quite that low, but like otherwise, I'm not, yes. I don't know if you've seen everything, but do you have a general like where would you put her in fear for I you? Not, I I don't get why y'all are putting My Bloody Valentine above her, but otherwise, no, yes. we, have you seen I the originals? Not the original. Okay, so, so the original is a little different. How so? But like even so, like even so, it's not. I think that we scary. we all put My Bloody Valentine below Deborah Logan. No, I put Deborah below them. Really? I don't think I'd face a Deborah in my life. Oh, Deborah. Me neither. Be able to kill. Okay, so um, rank it. Rank the film. Let's rank the rank film. Rank the film like out of ten. No, no, no. Rank, out of snake uh, skins. Yeah. Snake skins. Ten, how many snake ten. skins? Um, if like being objective, like seven. Seven. Like maybe six and a half. Yeah. Wow. If we're gonna be like objective, objective, because I feel I feel like I always grade my found footage films on a curve, but I'll say yeah, seven. yeah. All right. I'll say I'll say like a generous seven. Right. Molly? I give it eight snake skins. I really like really? it. Really? I really liked it. Yeah? Yeah. Right. Yeah, I'd also do eight. eight. Just because, like, just based on, like... I'm what... very hard on, like, on movies in general. Right, and that's fair. Like, but, like, based on, like, what I've rated so far, I know I rated, like, all trailers. Good point. Seven, yeah, and... good point. Yeah. So, like, for that, I, I'm going to probably put this at maybe, like, an 8.5. Because yeah. it's it's a better movie than the stuff that I've rated, like, yeah. at a 7. So, but I really like this. Yeah. So, like, I think overall, I do, like, 8.5. For me, it has an 8. Um, it's just, like, I just based on my past rankings and also just that it sets a precedent for found footage films that other found footage doesn't quite live up to. So, like, I think it does a good job. And, like, sure it has its flaws, but boy, is it entertaining. And the more oh, and yeah. more I watch it, the more I'm figuring out things that they tied together, you know? Exactly. Um, yeah. So, final thing. Uh, what would you recommend if, um, you like this movie? I have a couple. Yes. Um, I would say, um, this movie that I just saw, I think it's coming out in March, called The Hole in the Ground, because mm. a lot of it has to do with, uh, family dynamics, and right. kind of, like, not trusting somebody that you're related to, yeah. and something's just, like, off with, like, a relative. It's a really good movie. Okay. Um, Anything else? Yeah, I forgot, so just pass. Nick, you... I'll say Grave Encounters, because, like, why not? <laughs> as far as, like, other good found footage films, like, the first one, the first Grave Encounters was, like, if you like Ghost Hunters, Ghost Adventures, Ghost anything. Really anything, Ghost Hunter. 
I don't know. Yeah, or, or like or like the two thousand and six adaptation of Omen. I would say is like the closest to taking a Deborah Logan. I did someone. Oh wait, you said Orphan. I said. Orphan. Oh yeah, during the movie you t- talked we orphan. talked about Orphan. Orphan two really. Maybe. Orphan Omen. Anything involving like sacrificing like yeah. young kids is great. I was gonna just throw out there speaking of sacrifice, um, hereditary. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I Familial mean, trauma. Yeah. So, so I wrote down like during the movie, I wrote down what movies it made me remember, and so the first one that I wrote down is this movie called Look, which is um, like very underrated, but it's it's basically the entire movie is shot on it's it's found footage in the sense that it's all security camera mm-hmm. footage. And like stuff like that, so it's all like the 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 movie is like cl- collected yeah. security camera footage, and it's really cool. And it's like a multiple storyline type movie, mm-hmm. so it's like kind of an anthology, but it's like overlapping. Um, the other thing that this reminded me of was Honeymoon, especially when the mom, uh, when Deborah Logan was like digging in the woods, it reminded me a lot of this movie called Honeymoon, which stars. Um, Rose Leslie, who's the, like, redhead wildling yeah. from Game of Thrones. Um, but, uh, it, the movie is Honeymoon, and it's these two, this couple that's on their honeymoon, and the wife starts acting weird, and weird things happen, and I don't want to ruin it, but it's really good. So, that, um, I was reminded of because Deborah Logan was digging. Mm. Um, then the third thing was Black Swan. Because of the skin stuff. Oh. I know. I haven't seen Black Swan all the way through. I've seen oh, parts so of it. Good. But, yeah, Black Swan has a lot of weird skin stuff that is very mm. uncomfortable. And then Hereditary because of the family stuff and the mental illness. And yeah. Especially the fire scene. Like, um, when they were, like, trying to set the body yeah. on fire, I could not stop thinking about... When she throws the yeah. book in the fire in Hereditary. Oh, okay. And my last one was The Exorcist just because of... Um, so there's parts where in this movie, in Deborah Logan, where like the film glitches. Mm-hmm. And like you get oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like just like, very slight too. shots of just a random face or something. Yeah. And because of that, like it made me think of The Exorcist. If you watch like The Exorcist director's cut... Mm-hmm. There's, like, just random shots where it's a complete, like, demon face just pops out. Um, and so, like, for that reason, I thought of The Exorcist. Yeah. But, no. yeah. So I, those are my suggestions. Yeah. Cool. I also would just, on top of that, recommend any found footage. Blair Witch, Paranormal yeah. Activity, anything like that. If you like this movie, you're going to like found footage. Right. Right. Okay, so, um, plugs. Let's... Yeah, Nick, 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 do you have anything to plug? You, you can do your own Twitter. Anything to plug? Um, not now. You're gonna put your shout out your Twitter in. in Um, follow me, Knock Prainer. It sounds like it's spelled, except not really. Prainer is spelled P R A Y N E R. Just follow uh, Sailor Shaggy on Twitter, and she'll rot you in the right direction. Yeah, you you have any questions? I'll get you there. I probably favor. I tweet, but I promise my words are way better. (laughs) Uh, when I'm sober. Yeah. I promise. We'll get you on a... We, we, we're going to record a... I talk about gay after. things, and also I write sometimes, so hire me. Yeah. <laughs> to do freelance writing stuff. We'll get him when he's sober yeah. to properly plug it. My Uber's here, so I'll talk to you guys tomorrow morning. Bye! Well, thank you so much for coming on. It was great.
Right. Hi, Queens. You. I love you all so Thank much. Thank you for being here. See you here. for the morning after when I apparently have sober thoughts about this film. You're oh, gonna. Maybe. Hopefully. Uh, uh, we'll see. Do you help? No. Okay. Have fun with you your ice help? cream. Oh, <laughs> emotionally, yes. But... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for being the guest. Bye. Thank you for being the guest. Oh, maybe. Shut up. We stand Maisie in this house. Okay, so final plugs, Moss. So um, Molly. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter um, and Letterboxd at M O 11 Y H A I N E S and on Instagram at Molly Francis Haynes. And I think my Venmo is just Molly Haynes, <laughs> so send me some dough because I'm poor. Venmo Molly. Um, I would like to plug. Um, Maisie, who you just heard. <laughs> uh, Maisie has an Instagram at Here Comes Maisie. What, Tom's um, not good enough for you? Tom, Tom, our cat, who doesn't make noises because he's polite. So he should also get <laughs> He's respect. watching. If you follow um, Maisie, you will find Tom through Maisie's yeah. Instagram. Well, Maisie's is Here Comes Maisie, and Tom's is called TVP Presents Tom the Cat. Um, so just all, like... No spaces, all one word. Search for TBP presents Tom the Cat, Tom the cat on Instagram. Stars. And then my personal Instagram is not a credit card. and um, Pretty much all Twitter. social media for you. If you want to follow me, you can find me on Twitter at Save Our Shaggy. That's a Scooby-Doo reference. Um, if what you wanna... percent of our power do we have to use to view your Twitter? Literally zero. <laughs> but if you find my Twitter, you gain 2%. Ooh. <laughs> um... You can also follow me on Instagram, or I just recently discovered how much I like Letterboxd, um, at Samantha Dawn, as in, like, the soap brand, or the time of day, Dawn 13, Samantha Dawn 13. Um, I don't have any reviews on Letterboxd, I'm mainly just gonna use it as a log for what films I've seen. I might get into reviewing later, but if you're just curious about that, follow me on there. And you can also follow the show on Letterboxd, uh, just search for Tipsy Terror with no space, and you'll find it. You might be able to search Tipsy Space Terror. Um, um, do you know space? I had trouble finding it. Well, I just changed the name. Oh, okay. Today, so it, you might be able to find it out. But, like, if you search Tipsy Terror with no space, you'll find it definitely on Letterboxd. And um, my personal Letterboxd is not a credit card. Um, but uh, for the show, uh, at Tipsy Terror... If you want to email us, tipsyterrorpod at gmail.com and uh, tipsyterror.wtf.com.pub.pub.rip. Right. And I think that's it. That's yeah. That's everything. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you to our guest, Nick. And Nick. Yes. Thank you, Nick. And um, yeah, keep listening and you'll find out in the morning after what our next film is going to be. Jennifer's Body. Oh, Just wait, that. Yeah, we haven't decided. In the morning after, we'll tell you. We'll tell you. Jennifer's body. Bye, Bye. Apparently, you can stave off snakes by telling them to go fuck themselves. Oh, never knew that. Good to know. Thanks, Park Service.